With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And welcome back to the Pens and Stuff podcast. The only podcast on the internet that after 93 episodes is still wowed by the skill of the sound engineer. It's the Pens and Stuff podcast. I'm Andrew. And you're muted. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. (laughs) And now I'm not so wowed by the sound engineer, but that's okay. Uh, It's the Pens and Stuff podcast. Uh, Thank you guys for listening into it. Uh, Last week, we titled the episode or... Uh, the producer titled the episode Dallas just might win this and they did not no they did not but we'll save that for a minute and uh, let's talk about the Penguins news that's why you heard the goal horn because the Penguins actually did something this week they made Kyle Dubas president of hockey ops he's falling back up falling up is that correct up the ladder failing back failing up failing upwards failing up because he's a white man Uh, yeah uh, he became president of Hockey Ops uh, in the Penguins organization on Tuesday, was it? Or was it Monday? It was Tuesday. It was very yeah. super close. It was like... Pretty- the, the announcement was Tuesday. It may have happened on Monday, but yeah, they announced it, was, it on Tuesday. It was very uh, close to us, uh, you know, uploading the episode. But what do we think about that? Because we were, we, 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 all, we were all wanting him as general manager. No, actually... And I, I, think, I think he suits president of Hockey Ops better. I agree. I think... I think- Right now, Dubis, um, the the way that his mind works, I think he probably fits. I mean, I think that title fits him better than general manager because he has a little bit more authority over the uh, coaching staff and some of the other hockey operations that'll be taking place. And he's 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 kind of a big picture guy. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. to have that title and be able to to kind of see over oversee being able to oversee the the big picture of the organization, I think he'll do well. And I think uh, big kudos go to you know the the team, um, whoever it was. I don't know what her title is, but she like showed. Kyle and his wife and his kids around Pittsburgh and they just kind of fell in love with the town and really wanted to be here. Yeah. I do have a question though. As to our previous president of hockey ops, what, what did he even do? Like Brian Burke, he's supposed to whisper. He took a paycheck. He took a paycheck. Basically. He seemed very passive. Aloof. Yeah. Yeah. Passive. Hands Hands off. off. Yep. Hands off. Like, I don't understand I guess I don't know what the role actually means and maybe I should look into that more, but like the president of hockey operations kind of has his pulse on every aspect of the hockey team. So he's, he's kind of like, I don't know, maybe like you have the ownership group and then the president of hockey operations. Like he's, he's like the, the funnel that everything comes through before it goes back to the ownership group. 
Does and that then, make sense? Yeah. So like he's, he's in charge of scouts. Yeah. He's in charge of the general manager. He's in charge of the coaching staff. Um, and of course the general manager has, there's some overlap in the general manager position as well. Right. But um, he's overseeing the, the big picture basically. Okay. I guess I just had a hard time because I had no idea. Like, cause Brian Burke didn't seem to do very much. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Berkey, I think he, he I think he might've been more involved like in the affiliates like in the, in the minors. Yeah. That, um, I mean, yeah. Because you didn't really hear a whole lot of. From him at no, all. It was, it was all, Hextall. it was all Hextall. And, uh, and that's probably the way it should be. The general manager should be the one who is kind of out in front of the cameras when decisions are made and so forth. Um, so apparently the president of hockey ops to be, is like the boss to the general manager he's like above him but it can also be like a right hand man kind of thing right he like the general manager does draft signing whatever the the, the and that's stuff, his focus the player stuff he's above it all economically so he handles like the concessions he the handles, handles, he, ops, yeah he yeah. handles everything else with the team like coaching everything the general manager deals with the players president of hockey ops fires coaches fires the other staff in the building and scouts, such not scouts and everything like yeah. that. I think that's what you said, but I was, I was reading, so I didn't hear, fully hear it. No, that's, that's all right. But yeah. And I feel like he does. Uh, Kyle Dubas fits that because in Toronto, it came out that Brandon Shanahan, the president of hockey ops over there had his hands in everything. Like he was like, you have to sign Marner to this deal. You have to sign this guy to this deal. And he was like, whatever. And then people got on him for doing it. And yeah, Brandon Shanahan's still there. Right. Doing God knows what. But uh, so I think he'll fit that more. I feel like he's more he's more big swing because he did do that in Toronto too. Took and big chances. Took big chances. Yeah. And I feel like with this, he'll be like, hey, like advising, like maybe you should do a big swing here, but he won't have final say on that. Mm. Right. Did, did you guys see the presser? No, I didn't fully. Did, did watch. I watched part of it. I was kind of impressed with how Dubas handled the media. Um, I, I, I look, I, I Mark Madden asked his question. What did Mark Madden say? And we all know. I, I don't even. Heart. I don't even remember what he said. But it was. It was really a dumb question. It, it had nothing to do with. <laughs> Sidebar: uh, Peng, uh, Pittsburgh media. If you want to, you know. Take down Mark Madden, put pens and stuff podcast in that place. You know, we would be fully for that. I would love to <laughs> do a yeah. radio show. I'm a big radio guy. So yeah. Well, we all are. We're all radio, radio shows. Abby doesn't listen to radio shows as much. Not oh, really. That's true. I listen to podcasts, which isn't really the same, but it's, it's the same medium. I mean, I listen to the third two thoughts podcast, basically. <laughs> Pretty shiny. Ooh. I don't know what that had to do with anything. I don't think, I think you radio, just wanted to click the button. Radio is really pretty shiny. To, um, but I listen to the 32 Thoughts podcast. That's where I get my hockey news, basically. Gross. Shut hey, up. Elliot Friedman does his job no, better I, than yeah. anyone. He does his yeah. job very well. Elliot Friedman is a boss. Wow. Yep. 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 Very much so. But uh, yeah, we're still waiting for news on who Kyle Dubas will name as general manager. Kyle Dubas gets that choice, right? Yes. Well, and here's the thing. Probably. Here's Partially. The thing. I feel like that's why uh, they filled the. Yes. Hockey ops role. Yes. First. Hop, uh, hockey ops role first, then Dubas. They're like, Dubas, you choose it. You bring it to us. We'll say yes or no. Because it's a board, you know? You can't just be like, who do we pick, you know? Right, exactly. And I feel like that's... And the thing with Pittsburgh is they're owned by an ownership group on top of the fact that, like... I wonder how much say LeBron James had in this decision. 
I just wonder. Do you think he had any? You just He's a minority it. owner of that. Uh, Fenway, group. who is the majority owner of. Or the not penguins. a minority owner. He he holds shares in that. And but how much? Gonna be honest. I, LeBron, I would assume that if you own Fenway Sports Group, there are other guys in the group that actually have like he just well, owns no, he's it. He's a board. No, he doesn't own it. He's a board. He's a, he's a board. In it. Yeah. So therefore, he's on the board. Does he get a say though? I'm sure he does. Maybe not him exactly, but I'm sure he sent a rep. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I would, probably. You know, maybe uh, LeBron should become the general manager. No, thank you. I would take a Mabel Abby, Kessel before uh, LeBron. <laughs> me too. She actually knows hockey. But uh, you said something interesting today off air about uh, uh, who might be the next head coach of the Penguins. Yeah. And, uh, uh, this was all... I just saw a tweet. <laughs> from who? Uh someone i don't even know so who it wasn't it was even now. a reliable source and i brought that up no it was a reliable source i mean they have a lot of followers they don't have a blue check mark but that's okay they didn't pay for that means they're smarter they didn't, <laughs> and pay, they for didn't twitter pay for blue. twitter blue there you go um but per elliot friedman i don't know how oh, it was per elliot yeah okay i don't know how reliable it is if it was actually per elliot or not but um it was said that jason spezza is rumored to be Dallas Stars legend. Yes. <laughs> uh to be um looking for a job somewhere and his name has been brought up in alongside Pittsburgh in conversation. So as a head coach? I don't know as what, just as a job possibility. Hmm. But I mean technically Sully hasn't been fired yet. And he hasn't taken the but they haven't the job in New York yet. Yeah. Right. So we might have Sully, but I'm kind of hoping right. we get a coaching change to be honest with you. Well, it doesn't from from the from the um interview the they was there was talk uh about Dubis having conversations with Sully with Sid. Um and it sounded like to me anyway that Sully was sticking around. So mm. I don't know. I don't love that. I don't know how long Alicia will have. Yeah. Um, but it will be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Okay. So talking about, I don't know if it'll be a coach, but you said Freeman said it might be a coach, right? Is that what he said? Or did he just say he was tied to Pittsburgh and I just tied to Pittsburgh? Okay. Not, not general manager, not general manager, not general manager. Okay. Well, it says here on Wikipedia on his page. So I don't know how reliable it is, but I'm assuming it's pretty reliable. <laughs> that Spezza, after he retired, the Leafs offered him a position as special assistant to general manager Kyle Dubas, which Spezza accepted. And then he resigned just in May following the loss firing of Kyle Dubas or the okay. decision to remove Dubas to as part ways. general manager. Part ways, yes. Whatever. Which was not. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It was Brennan Shanahan saying, get the heck so out of here. So it could be, I wouldn't be, I would not, I would be interested to see if it was. If they bring Spezza on as the general manager. If Spezza yeah. is actually Kyle Dubas's right hand man and not Sheldon Keefe, like we were all thinking. Well, I like, hope oh, they're going to bring that Keith it's not in. Kiefer. What if, what if Jason Spezza becomes the head coach? Then I would wouldn't be very that interested. would be something? I'd be very interested in seeing that. Because I wouldn't be mad. Uh, because he played with uh, Crosby in that uh, golden goal yeah. now, season. Okay, so question, or, question. How he, Did he just retire? How old is this guy? Jason Spezza? He I retired think he's in, in 2022. His, yeah. 
He was on the Stars and he retired. Or was he on the he Leafs? He was on the Leafs after that. He, their- yeah, he was, he on, was the on the Leafs. Okay, so he was on Ottawa from uh, 20, 20, 2002 to 2024. 2014. 2014. Judas, yeah. And then he got traded to the Stars. He was on the Air Played there the for, a for a while. Quite a while. Uh, from uh, 2014 to 2019. And then he signed with the Leafs after their on a cup one-year contract. Of- in 2019, no, it wasn't after the Stars Cup, though. So he's 40. 2019, it was the COVID year that he signed an extent. Or so he he will be he will be 40 on the 13th of this month. I, I don't know. I oh, think, I guess that was St. Louis. I was thinking that yeah. Dallas Dallas was 2020. Yeah, I knew that. yeah, okay. So he played for Ottawa, Dallas, and the Leafs. And which the is Leafs. What I said. He was yeah. drafted the year I was born. Played 20 years. Why was that? Everyone was marveling at LeBron James playing 20 years. And here's Jason Spezza doing it. Hockey players are just built freaking different, man. Also, it's a game you can kind of play into your old age because you can kind of pull back a bit and you don't have to like, you play seven minutes a night. Yeah. In basketball, you're kind of playing like 363 goals, 632 Uh, assists, 995 points for his career. Which in, has nothing to do with his coaching ability. In, in 1,248 games. I'm just, I'm just saying, I know it has nothing to do with his coaching ability. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, but it would be interesting. Never won anything. It would be interesting to see. Nope. Um, <clears throat> I also wouldn't mind, I said this last podcast, seeing Gerard Gallant as a uh, Penguins head coach. Mm. I'd take him. Honest, I would take him. Yeah, I'd, I'd take him. I would I, take I, him. I, I, it would take me a minute to, to get over the fact that he was in New York, but also like. If if Solly goes to New York, I it would gladly bring him in. Yeah, it'd be a great story for four games, like yeah. Sully and Gurlant <laughs> playing against or coaching against their former teams, Co- coaching which are swap. already a really big rivalry. Yeah, but also Jason Spezza's yeah. middle name is Rocco. What the is it Jason really? Jason Rocco Anthony Spezza? Oh my gosh, the man's man. just built different. Yeah, no doubt. That's that's a legend right there. But yeah, okay. In other hockey news. Uh, the Stars lost to the Golden Knights in six games in a 6 nothing shellacking in game six. Oh, man, that was tough. Um, Jake Ottinger kind of sold um, in that. But, Jamie you know, Benn was definitely not the problem. No, I, and that brings me to this question Am for you drama? guys. No, I don't think I'm the drama. Does Jamie Benn need to move on? Ooh. Um, I'm just saying, because you, you think listen. about it. Listen, as a Dallas fan, as a non-Dallas fan, I don't think I have a say in this. So I will leave Abby to answer that question. But as a non-biased third party, does I, I Jamie Benn need to move on? You mean, does he need to retire from hockey? No, does he just need to move? Because, and I understand Abby's a very... Passionate. Pa- very big Jim Rutherford style uh, sports fan. That is true. Where she gets connected I, to I the boys on the team. I go based on feelings, not based on, on founded fact and logic. But she's more uh, feeling over fact, whereas I am fact over feeling, and you are in the middle somewhere. But, like, does he need to move on? I don't know. I think, I mean, he was playing really well last season. And, I mean, I know that means nothing if you can't produce in the playoffs. But, like, to be honest, he's a really important piece. He's one of the most physical players on this team, period. If they get rid of him, like, their physical presence is basically non-existent. Like, yeah, I'm looking at this team, and, and then I don't see anyone 
who's like, I mean, Max Domi, this playoffs was up to Jamie Ben's physicality. For and then sure, like maybe sure. some of the defensemen sort of, but not, not consistently, you know, and, and Max Domi's a UFA at the end of the year. So I like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think you can just up and get rid of your captain. Maybe strip him of his captain captaincy. I wouldn't hate to see that because he's being a jerk. Yeah. Like his character is not it for a captain. Sure. Um, um, but I wouldn't say you get rid of him. He'll be 34 years old at the start of next season. Which I, means he will be 36 the year that his contract expires. I'm not sure that they're... I, they wouldn't be able to get rid of him anyways. That, that's kind of what I'm saying. I, I, I'm not sure that there's a team that would take him in trade. For his contract plus his age and his history. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I think he could probably use a change of scenery. I don't think he is movable. No. Well, then at that, nine and a half million dollars, nobody's going to trade for him. That no. brings up not for the not, not not excuse me not for the production that he gives you at that price. Well, that brings up the uh, idea of a buyout. He also has a no move clause. A buyout. You have to get him to agree to it, but he's only got two more years on the deal. I don't... Mm. Yeah, but if, if you buy it out... I don't know out, if buying it out would be worth it when you could still get performance out of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He could still be effective-ish as opposed to just having dead cap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'd rather have him on the roster than just paying for him to not play. Nine and a half million dollars in dead cap. They, you don't you can't do no, that. You really I'm sorry. can't. You, you that's eleven point four percent of your cap that's in doing nothing. Literally. Yeah. So no, I don't think I mean, I think it would probably be good for him if he would if he would waive his no move clause, then maybe they'd be able to do it. But again, but still, you'd have I to find someone. You'd willing have to, to take find him. a team willing to take him, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure that team is out there. I don't know if there's a team out there that would be willing to take him. I'm just yeah saying yeah. Okay, it's it's an interesting thing, and we'll be monitoring it very closely. Yeah, um, and a like couple, you can't blame Ben completely no. for the loss either. None of the people no. on that team. No, but it's it's although very, he was on like ice for all four losses and night. That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. It's very interesting to. To put that parallel up there, but here's a yeah. two couple cold, cold questions. I'm going to shoot your way because they just I just found the news. Uh, uh, general manager or not general manager? Good gosh, commissioner uh, Gary Batman. <laughs> um, we need to get like a I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Uh, sting for every time we talk about him. But uh, he was asked a question: uh, Why hasn't there been any talk about getting a second team in Toronto? And a he, second team and in he, Toronto? He he brought up he said uh well we need the you know the ownership group to uh to uh you know come up with the money come up with it and be like yeah here we go and uh but the interest is definitely there. He said the interest is definitely there on the NHL side of things. To put a second, a second to put team. a second team in Toronto. So in give Toronto. me that, a freaking break. The Coyotes have been talking about moving. We talked about it last week. Oh my gosh. So No. Let it like no anywhere no, but Toronto. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. What, what's our feeling on that? No, 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 and no. Toronto already has a sick 
fan base, like ridiculous. Yeah. And and why I, why would they're you mess literally with that? insane? Mm-hmm. So like you would just get people murdering each other in the streets. Exactly. I feel like it would be along the same lines of when Houston the the Texans came into the NFL. Right. Like very, very few fans because of this the Dallas By Cowboys. Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys being there for forever and having such a rabid fan base that they have, it would be the exact same thing. And there is no, uh, no one would vote for them simply because everyone in Toronto is a Leafs fan. Mm-hmm. You're the Leafs fan or not a fan of hockey, and I think there are very few people in Toronto who are there is not fans of n- there hockey. There is no other sports team. There, there's no other sports teams in any league that have two teams in the same city. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. And that would be uh, dumb. You would ruin your I market. Mean, outside of the Jets and the Giants. But they're well, both New playing York, New Jersey. New York doesn't count, I don't think, personally. Why not? Because I feel like there are different cities within the city of New York. Well, actually, I mean, that's a like lot. Okay. You got the they Chicago don't all Cubs play in and the, the same Chicago White Sox. White but, Sox play but again, play same, same Different, deal. like boroughs and stuff. Is, have, is Toronto that big? You have, you have the Cubs on the north side. And the White Sox are on the and south side. And they're basically and, different cities. And uh, and then you got the Mets and the Yankees. But for many years, it was, you know, the Cubs were National League. The White Sox were American League. And they never played each other. Right. Yeah. And like Toronto's same, same not that big. The, Toronto's not that big. No. Same with the Mets and the Yankees. Right. Um, I'm just saying, you're running a risk of destroying your market. No. Now, as you, the Maple Leafs, I would protest that you have you have. Uh, yeah, I would, too. But you also have, um, you know, you have the Rangers and the Islanders, but the Islanders are on Long Island where. Right. The they're Rangers in Manhattan. Are in Manhattan. Yeah. So there's enough of a, of a space there that there's and there's history. I mean, the Islanders, you know, had that run in the 80s and 90s or well the 80s 70s and 80s where they were winning championships and like new york nuts. is just a really it's, it's a heavily populated area true toronto is not no. near as large no i think i think anyone who is and please don't take this the wrong way but anyone who's stupid enough to put a second team in toronto needs to retire probably i'm looking at you gary batman <laughs> i just i i think that's I just, think it's silly. That's that would be ridiculous. If you're wanting to grow your game, that's not how you're. Gonna that's do not it. how to do it. No. no, like give Saskatchewan a, a team give, or something. Give, no, anyone else. You need to grow the game by putting it in a place that doesn't have a hockey team. Exactly. Like Kansas City. Well, no, like, because you have the St. Louis Blues, same state. Uh, I I would okay. not think, if you put it on the Kansas I'm sorry, side. I, I didn't mean to be like no, but like not if you put it on. What the about Kansas Green Bay, Kansas City? You're up north. Okay, but the problem is is that you're already kind of saturated there with Detroit, Chicago, and Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, but and it's so, another certain, team that's certain, got a rabid sports fan base. Well, that's true. That's true. And they could they could They do have a take a hockey they team. They do have a triple A team in in mm, Milwaukee. Milwaukee and yeah, the Admirals, but do not want to see Well, I mean, yeah, I mean it, like, in, 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 I, I'm just thinking it's know, up north you'd have kids who could play hockey like that's true on the ice like like the pond true i, I don't know i true. think i think up north is good and that's like the only spot i could think of that would true like yeah be big enough to cater to a hockey team you know like obviously you have montana and you have up north dakota south dakota but they're not they don't have the 
population to support yeah. supporting Which is why team. there are That's no true. sports teams yeah. in the northwestern right. part of the U.S. because there's not well, nearly yeah. enough and, people I mean, there's there. Seattle now, and Colorado is up there, too. Well, Colorado's a, a bit farther south than Montana. Well, I yes. Yeah. You're, you're right. It's, it's quite a bit farther south. And Okay, here's another one. What about New Orleans? For hockey, I don't For think hockey, the interest I mean, would be near. I know, what but you I'm would thinking, need it to be. I'm th- I'm just thinking crazy fan bases, right? Mm-hmm. The Saints have a crazy fan base. Yeah, that's what they did take the, in hockey. To the Pelicans Vegas. had a crazy fan base. Like I'm just I'm just thinking, like, I, and obviously this is all off the top of my head. I haven't even had time to sit down and think about it. You feel me, man? You feel me? Exactly. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And like every other big city is really taken. Like I'm trying to think of like right. And everyone knows Atlanta didn't teams. work. They tried Atlanta that didn't twice. work. Yeah, let's let's. <laughs> Which I feel like is might be similar to New Orleans too. That might be running a little bit of a risk. Yes, but they've never tried New Orleans, the right? South. Yeah. Is there any big risk in moving the Coyotes? To anywhere to new orleans like well i mean you could move the coyotes to a place like kansas city or a place like quebec city where mm. you know there's going to be a lot of interest yeah, quebec, because there has in the past quebec would be a would be a destination i think but but you you take them to new orleans and you don't even have to build a stadium you just come into an agreement with the pelicans to play in smoothie king Center and you'd be fine. That's the name of there. Yes, it is. That is smoothie hilarious. king is a banger mm. of a shop. I'm just gonna be honest. Mango pineapple smoothie. What about it's Salt different. Lake City? I've heard that tossed around for Arizona. Ooh, Ooh. I mean the Utah Jazz already play there. You wouldn't have to. Be, I, I'm just thinking like smart, right. smart decision. Business right. plays. Business right. plays. You go there. You could make a deal with the Jazz. Be like, let me play in your arena. Off the top of my head, I don't know what they're called, what it's called. Unlike Smoothie King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hard to forget a yeah. place called Smoothie King Center. Bruh. But uh, and I'm just thinking, like, instead of moving it to Toronto, honestly, yeah, or not even Toronto. to Canada. And I understand you guys are gonna riot. Like, well, you got to make it an even eight, right? No, I wouldn't hate Quebec City getting a, okay. the okay. the Coyotes just if because you, if, of or or even Manitoba making if it. If you nice do that, Saskatchewan, can we please just give them their own division? The Canadian division? honestly, just make the it North? the Canadian division, the North division, the North. and then separate like just like we did during the COVID exactly. year, Pacific, yeah. Central, Atlantic, P- North. Yep, move yep, move the Metro teams, scatter that or no, I guess you just. How would you do that? Because the Metro actually has no Canada teams, so they would stay to the, the make them them the East Division. Yeah, East. Or Central, I guess you, I guess you just have to like schedule it completely, and then move the scheduling. This is getting to an entirely random tangent. Move the scheduling <laughs> to where you you schedule the teams who already have a rivalry. They get four games. Screw divisions. Like okay, mm. the NBA used to do that, right? They used to schedule them like that. And now, even for the playoffs, they don't talk about they don't talk about division seedings. It's the East and the West, right? Like championships. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter if you win your champion. Like if you win your division, if you suck, you're. Well, I guess if your if your division is horrible, I mean, you might only get two teams in. Yep. 
See, I like that. I, I don't want... Do uh, they take top 16 in the NBA? No, they do. They top do eight in each division. Top eight in each division. But I believe... Well, top there is, six. There is something oh, to win they, in the... Oh, they only have seven. 16 and 16 in divisions? No, it's it's 15 and 15. They only oh, have they only 30 have 30, teams, 30, yeah. 15, 15. So, but, but no, they take the top six are they automatically in. Divisions. Then seven, eight, nine, and ten. Have, play, the, play have the play-ins. And yeah. I kinda, I'm a big fan of the play-ins. I know it kind of... Well, but it adds another level of like, it's win or go home. Like, right. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, completely huge tangent, but I, I kind of like that Salt Lake City idea. I do. Yeah, Salt Lake City would be good. I do. They need another sports team in Utah. All right. Those Mormons need to cheer for someone else. And then another another mm-hmm. little piece of uh, what do we think about Mike Babcock uh, getting the Blue Jackets coaching job? <laughs> I didn't I even like see it. that. I like it. Oh, you, you know knew, why? You knew this? Yes. I didn't. Do you want to know I why know I like it? Either. Do you want to know why I like it? Why? Because it'll give us something to talk about. Because Mike Babcock is a dumpster fire. Bruh. Poor Columbus. I don't, I don't understand. They've already been through enough, man. I genuinely don't understand that you're getting young. Aren't they? They get the third pick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which you're, is you're still, gonna get uh, is a it, pretty good. I don't Michkov? know how to say the guy's name. Yeah, it's like Michkov, right? M- M- Michetkov or something like that. I believe it's like Michkov. That. Something like that. But uh, good, isn't he Russian? Uh, maybe Czech, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Over there, north, north, northern Europe. Yeah. Somewhere over there. But why are you bringing in an old piece of Fossil. grouch to coach a young team like that? Like I don't understand it, and that is why Columbus is just going to be bad for the next. I don't know. If years. Does their ownership even care? Is, think, it, is it a Pittsburgh Pirates situation where know. their I, ownership doesn't could, even care? Yeah. I think the ownership's just. I fart in your general direction. I think that's what they're saying to the stamp fan base right now. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I would not be surprised if in a couple of years we're having the same conversation about Columbus that we are about Arizona. It could genuinely be. they haven't it won much be. since, well, sweeping Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay and yeah. since Rick Nash. They haven't really yeah. won since. Yeah. They've even, had a couple good years, but cup. they've never they've never won anything. And to you, Columbus Blue Jackets fans, Nasher. Columbus is a great hockey city from what I've heard. It is, but, but like maybe 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 just get new ownership. Maybe this is this is where this is where the 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 commissioner and his fans or his bro, his homies <laughs> go go to the owners and be like, look. If We're the forcing, commi- they have to do a Washington Commanders thing. If the commi- you have to sell. If the commissioners cared, the commissioners don't care enough to do anything like that. True, they're getting well, paid our, and they're sitting on their hands. Gary Batman com- doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it's just I don't know. You feel me, man? You feel me? So, oh dear, there we are. Yeah. All right. So that's the news in the NHL, and now it's time for. Apparently, WHFMA uh, played this in uh, in a couple of years ago. I don't know. Really? Spanish, but yeah. Spanish, uh, it's, it's time for random crap we want to talk about today. Classic. Um, and uh, had this idea just sitting down to record. I was like, hey, we're going to take uh, the teams who are falling out of the playoffs but made the playoffs. So uh, seven is- teams on each division. Or conference, excuse me. And uh, we're going to play a little game we like to call... Rebuild, retool, or remain. Thank you. I forgot the name. Uh, Yep. Retool. Rebuild. Rebuild, retool, or remain. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Oh, what was that? Sorry. 
Keep going. Uh, yeah. And uh, we are going to give Jim and Abby, and by we, I mean me, uh, a team. Abby's got the Western Conference. Jim's got the Eastern Conference. And in 60 seconds or less, you have to give me the reasons why they should retool, rebuild, or remain. Not really 60 seconds. I don't care. I'm not going to have a time limit. But you have to be quick with it. Because yeah, we should probably keep it low because yeah, 14 short teams time. is a lot. Yeah. So if you want to give me my uh, intense clock ticking music. Like oh, the, I don't have that. Oh, wait, I got it. I got it. You the, got it? The yeah, minute yeah. to win it one. I got to unmute you, though. Yep. Gotcha. The, the minute to win it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So uh, here we go. Abby. Okay. Retool, rebuild. Oh, no. I got to get this right. Rebuild, retool, or remain the Seattle Kraken. Okay. They actually are looking pretty good, um, this free agency. Um, they're losing uh, Ryan Donato's a UFA, and then Daniel Sprong, Morgan Geeky, RFAs. I would say you could probably let all three of those guys walk. I mean, maybe re-sign Sprong, maybe re-sign Geeky. I mean, you can do stuff. They're depth pieces, but their main guys are staying, so I think they're just going to retool. Um, and and on their on their back end, they have three RFAs in um, Dunn, Flurry, and Borgen, who they could all resign. Essentially, you're definitely going to want to resign Dunn, probably Flurry. Carson Susie's a UFA, but you could let him walk. Um, the only other big one is Martin Jones. I don't think he's a UFA. I don't think they'll resign him. I think they'll find a different backup because Grubauer was looking really great. I think this team just needs to retool um, this free agency, and they'll be they'll be pretty set. Feel me, man. Feel they me. also have a lot of picks, like a lot of picks. Yes, they do sit. They they're sitting pretty pretty. All right, uh, Jim. Rebuild, retool, or remain the Boston Bruins. Burn the whole thing to the ground. Start over. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, the interesting thing with the Bruins is that they have a ton of UFAs coming up. So. Their general manager is going to have a lot of work to do uh, coming this season. So, um, Bergey, we're thinking he's probably going to retire, right? Yes. More than likely. But then you have Tyler Bertuzzi, you have Nick Felino, you have Garrett Hathaway, David Krejci, and Thomas Nosek. Those are your forwards that are on UFA. And then Connor Clifton and Dmitry Orlov, which he was probably a rental anyway for this year when they signed him at the trade deadline. So he will probably go somewhere else. But these other guys, I mean, it's... it's and Jeremy Swayman is an RFA, and so is um, Trent Frederick, but... He's like a fourth line banger. So um, so you got all of these guys that need to be figured out how you're going to keep them if you want to keep them. Um, they have uh, they have a third and a fourth, a sixth and two sevenths this year um, and three picks next next year. So I think probably, I mean, I guess you'd call that a retooling because you have to sign these guys um, and any guys they can't get signed, they're going to have to replace. Mm. So um, I would say they're in a, they're in a, I mean, I'm sure they would like to remain because I mean, what they did last year was absolutely insane. Right. And so if they could sign all these guys, it would be great, but you are, you're probably going to lose Bergie and that production. I mean, I don't know how you replace that. I, I don't think you can, but 
um, I think it's probably it's probably uh, a retool. I would say. Yeah. Okay, Abby. Rebuild, retool, or remain the Dallas Stars. Ha! This one's tough because a lot of a lot of their depth pieces are UFAs this year. So I would say, since they don't have to put out big contracts, they will probably just retool because you still have your core guys. You still have Sagan. You still have Ben. You still have Hints, Robertson, Marchment, Pavelski. Um, you still have Wyatt Johnston too, who was a really big part of that offense as well. And then on the back end, they're they're fine. I would say probably another retooling because it's literally just depth pieces they'll have to work around yeah all right jim rebuild retool or remain the tampa bay lightning tampa bay lightning okay um i'm I'm looking at this roster i i say you remain i mean you got to find a backup goalie either resign uh brian elliott or find another guy bring someone up maybe from your from your farm system. Um, but let's see. RFAs this year are Ross Colton, Tanner Janot. Mm-hmm. So those are two pieces that may walk. Um, Tanner Janot was a deadline acquisition too. So Yep. Uh, and then you have um, Belmar, Kalorn, and Perry, who are all UFAs, and Ian Cole is UFA. So, I mean, it's not a lot of things that, that this general manager has to do. Uh, to keep keep it pat, I say you remain. I mean, they're an older team. They're an older team. So let me back up here. Let me re- back this up. Uh, they are an older team. And, um, you know, they have one, two, three, four, uh, five, six more UFAs going next year. So I think you're probably... Uh, it depends on how... The, it depends on what the team wants to do. They mm-hmm. could retool or they could just start trading away people and you know, dumping some of these salaries and rebuilding. Uh, so I, I would say either rebuild or retool. I don't know if you can remain as old as this team is. And as, and again, it, it, they look, I think they looked older this year than they did, than, than probably they were because of having played in three or three really extremely long post seasons. The, the two they won, the one they lost, uh, you know, they went, went to the finals three years in a row. So yeah. um, they just didn't have any gas left in the tank, even though they did they did try to, you know, to get uh, Toronto bounced again. Um, and, of course, Florida took care of that for them. But, yeah, I'd say, I'd say you, you're probably either in a retool or a rebuild. Probably more of a retool, but yeah. somewhere okay. in that area. All right. Abby, rebuild, retool. Tool or remain the Los Angeles Kings. Okay, I was actually just looking at them. I think they are set. You just retool, literally all of their all of their main guys: Doughty, Kempe, Dano, Fiala, Kopi, Arvidsson. They have all of these guys: Sean Dersey, Matt Waugh. They have them all for a while. I think their only question mark is goaltending. Um, so if they can just retool, get those depth pieces on D and on offense. They'll be fine. All right. Uh, Jim, rebuild, retool, or remain the New York Rangers? Um, probably remain. Uh, depending on what they're going to do with Patty Kane and Vlad Tarasenko, Tyler Mott's UFA this year as well. Um, yeah, I think uh, I'd, 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 I'd say that's probably a remain because Vlad was 
uh, a trade that they got this year. Kane was a trade they got this year. Lafreniere is on his RFA uh, this year, and I'm I'm sure they're going to re-sign him. So I, I'd say you remain. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, Lafreniere might actually walk. I'd be perfectly honest. Or be flipped. Anyway, Abby, rebuild, remain, or retool the Edmonton Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers are going to retool. You can't not. You can't rebuild around Connor McDavid. You've got to retool and go for it again this year. I think most of the guys they're losing, again, are depth pieces easily replaced on the on the free agency um, market so I, I'd say it's it's mainly all their their depth forwards as well that they're losing to the free agency so I mean they're not very good at creating depth around their top guys we've seen it but if they can retool those those bottom two lines then I think they'll be set because well they might need to find a new goaltender too, but yeah, you know. that's, unless Stuart that's Skinner can do what he did last year, you know, that yeah, wouldn't be bad. But knows. anyways, yeah. So I think they'll definitely just retool around. They have quite a few UFAs on offense leaving, but it's again, just mm-hmm. all depth guys. So they'll just retool around them and be back in the playoffs because McDavid's going to do McDavid things. Yep. Yeah. All right. Rebuild, retool or remain the Toronto Maple laughs. <laughs> Lease. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. This Freudian slip. This is this is insane. I, I'm looking at this list. Of, Kyle Dubas really did just give him the bird on the way out, didn't he? Oh, he he <laughs> absolutely did. Because I mean, there's talk that Matthews wants out. Yep. Right, Pittsburgh. Tavares, please. Uh, Tavares has two years left on his deal. Marner has two years left on his deal. Nylander only has one year left on his deal. Um, uh. Sam, well, Sam Lafferty. What I mean, he has he has a year left on his deal, but all of the rest of their forwards: Bunting, Kempf, Kerfoot, O'Reilly, Simmons, all UFAs on the defensive end: Gustafson, Hall, Shen, all UFAs. Uh, Giordano's only got one year left on his contract, and he's old. Lilligren, one year yet left before he he hits RFA status. Uh, TJ Bro- Brody, who's not really all that good, um, but he only has one year He's left. He's a solid on, third D, man. He only has one year left on his contract. Uh, McCabe and Timmons, two years left on their contract. So this, I mean, with the exception of Morgan Riley, who signed through uh, 2030, this team has got to, I, I mean, they've got to decide, right? What are they going to do? If, if Matthews walks, I think you're in a rebuild. I mean, if Matthews walks, you're in a rebuild. I mean, that's the plain and simple truth, right? I mean, yep. you can you can use some of the pieces you already have to rebuild, but you're gonna you're gonna have eleven and eleven six to in salary cap space if Matthews walks uh, or or gets traded. You're gonna have that cap to deal with uh, to replace some of these guys. And so, who's it gonna be? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is a nightmare. This is an absolute nightmare. You gotta, you got also gotta do something with your goaltending situation, because you don't have a quality goaltender. I mean, a, no. a number one goaltender. I disagree. They have Matt Murray, but but Matt Murray is a China doll. No, yeah, yeah. he's he's injured all the time. I don't know. That's just. I, I mean, I, I would say, you know, gut saying, I would say this has got to be a rebuild. 
Yeah. Especially if Matthews walks. If Matthews stays, then you're retooling. Yep. But if if he if he if he gets traded, you're in a you're in a full on rebuild. Sorry, Leafs fans. The truth hurts sometimes. All right, Abby. Ouch. Rebuild, retool, or remain the Minnesota Wild. Ha. Ah, okay. I. Ah, this one is also probably a retool. Like with with most with most playoff teams, it's generally a retool. Yes. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see how they're going to be able to, like, make the playoffs simply. Like, I don't know. Their GM's going to have to do some really good things because they're losing. And and they may resign some of these guys, but they're losing a lot of depth again. Right. And they're losing Ryan Reeves, who may resign there. I don't know. But, like, Matt Dumba also is up. But he's he's an he's an alternate captain, so I feel like they'll probably. But like they get, they're losing Matt Dumb and Dumba, John Klingberg, and Kalen Addison, who are all pretty solid offensive forwards for that Kalen team. Kalen Addison, yeah, defenseman, but Penn's legend. But they're all pretty solid, like like um, offensive forwards. So I don't know, or offensive defenseman. Sorry. Um. Anyways, it'll just be interesting what this team does. It's it's definitely going to be a retool, but. I'm very interested to see what Minnesota does in this offseason because just on paper, this team doesn't make sense to have made the playoffs. Because like <laughs> you true. look at these you look at these players and you're like, what's so special about them? They sound like you look at them and like, well, this team sucks. They're the Dallas Mavericks of hockey. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. Relying on a Dallas did European not even make thing. the playoffs. <laughs> no, but they're relying on a European player to carry them and then just surrounding them with mediocre talent. That's what I'm saying. That's fair. Not looking for the but Best they didn't players, pick up, I'm looking for the right They ones. didn't pick up a Kyrie in, um, at the trade deadline. No, they did not. All right, Jim. Rebuild, retool, or remain the New Jersey Devils. My pick to go all the way, by the way. Um, Same. Yeah, I think, I think you are looking at a remain. Honestly. I mean, you got you got some work to do. The, the GM's got some work to do to get these guys re-signed. Uh, UFAs this year are Hulla, Tatar, and Wood, and Graves and Severson. Severson. Um, Kevin Ball, and then they got a ton of RFAs, including uh, Sharon Govich, Ma- Timo Meyer, McLeod, Jesper, Jesper Bell. Yeah, can I? Speak? Say his name, Jesper Bratt. Uh, Jesper Bo. How is it that this Jesper. team has two Jespers, uh, Boquist, and um, yeah, uh, of note. But honestly, the majority of their high-end players, like Dougie Hamilton, Johnny Marino, um, Siegenthaler, Hughes, Heeshear, um, Palat, they're signed at least through the 27 28 season and some beyond that. So I think I think this is a I think this is a remain. You had a team that did amazing things um that proved itself. I think uh you got a goaltender in Vitek Vanacek that I think is quality a quality goaltender and I don't see a whole lot of of things that you have to do unless some of these uh, UFAs walk, but again, the UFAs are, you know, I, I would not say they're, they're support people, not so much right. guys you 
absolutely got to have. Yeah. How's that? No, yeah, for sure. Okay, Abby, uh, second to last one for you. Uh, yes. Rebuild, retool, or remain the Seattle Kraken? I already did Seattle. You already did Seattle Kraken. The Colorado Avalanche. Okay, Colorado's interesting because they have a lot of UFAs. Ooh. Um, I'm going to say retool. I mean, but they might honestly rebuild. Like, not like from the ground up rebuild, right. but like they might not make the playoffs next year because Landeskog is out long term. You're losing guys like, unless they resign, they'll probably resign half of these guys. But sure. like, uh, Newhook, Cogliano, Comfer, um, and Rodriguez are all up at the end of the year. Newhook is an RFA. The other three are UFAs. And then there are other depth guys they have on there too that are leaving. And then um, Bo Byram's an RFA. They'll probably resign him. But then Eric Johnson and Jack Johnson are both UFAs on the on the back end. So I don't know what this team will look like next year because they're not going to be able to resign all those guys. And with right. with Landeskog being out, like you have to think that they might go after a big name in free agency too. But maybe not. Maybe Rantanen and McKinnon can do the the job. But it'll just be really interesting to see what they do in the offseason. It'll be probably a, a retool, but I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up being a lot of change in Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Jim. Yes. Rebuild, remain, or retool the New York Islanders. Okay. You're going to think I'm crazy for saying this. I think they remain. They only have they only have two guys that are UFAs of note, and that is Zach Barese and Simeon Varlamov. They'll Those resign are, Varlamov for I don't sure. think so. I don't think so. They Those have the Sorokin. They have Ilya Sorokin, so they may not need to sign oh, him. Oh, I was thinking it was Sorokin. You're right. You're right. But, but your backup goalie and your left winger that I think he's on the first or second line winger. The other guys you can let walk pretty much because they're not, they're not, I mean, Pierre Engvall, I mean, he was, he was a quality piece and, and did some things for them. Not a lot. Um, and then the guys on defense that you have to resign Scott Mayfield and Samuel Bolduck. I've never heard of that. They'll guy. resign Mayfield probably, but he, I mean, he's kind of a, but I think he's, yeah. I think he's staying pat. I mean, they had a down year, obviously. Um, they made the playoffs. But they so. made they made, uh, from what they did last year, right? Down year, yeah, that, um, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, I I'd say for the Islanders, I say you stand pat. You have listen to this. You have Matthew Barzell signed till thirty one. You have Bo Horvath signed till thirty one. That Horvath signing. Might age very poorly. It, it I might, feel like it will. Yeah. It might, but <clears throat> your captain's there until uh, twenty-seven. Uh, Brock Nelson till twenty-six. Um, yeah, I, I think you've got to. I think you've got to stay. You know, make another run with this team. That's just my opinion. Pulak and Pelik, their two defensemen, are signed through thirty and twenty-nine, respectfully respectively <laughs> and respectfully and respectfully for that matter. Um, right. And they've got, you know, they've got some cap room to, to wiggle with too. To improve. Yep. To get better. Jeez. So right. there you go. Yeah. All right. Rebuild, retool or remain the Winnipeg jets. 
Jeez, I honestly... Saved the best to last for me, didn't you, Andrew? Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This... I, I, I really don't know what this team is going to do. Because you got Pierre-Luc Dubois is is an RFA, and Morgan Barron, who are both pretty solid offensively for this team. The rest, obviously, just depth forwards again. But, like, this team was so wishy-washy. I wouldn't be surprised if they traded away guys and started rebuilding. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But but I don't know because, I mean, they haven't changed anything. I'm sure their general manager has a plan because they haven't changed anything in the front office, I don't think, in Winnipeg. But I don't know. I, it'll, I, I expect that it'll probably be a retool, but it could be a rebuild. It could because yeah. Shifley doesn't really want to be there. After losing so much, he wants to have a he wants to have a legitimate chance. Blake Wheeler wants to have an actual chance. You know, guys like Connor and Ehlers and and Niederreiter, they're gonna want a legitimate chance to win a cup. And it, it's probably not Winnipeg. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I I I would not be surprised to see a rebuild in Winnipeg. I would neither. Yeah. All right. Final one. <laughs> rebuild. Remain or retool the Carolina Hurricanes. All right. So I'm going to say this. Um, I'm looking at their cat friendly page with the exception of four guys, five guys on that team up and down the roster. Everyone goes uh, free agent, either RFA or UFA. Um, by the end of next year. Jeez. So I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm thinking that probably I mean this this is this is insane. This is insane. I, I don't know. I mean here here are some of the bigger names uh that are um, UFA this year. Jesper Fast, uh, Jordan Stahl, Paul Stastny, Derek Stepan, um, Gostaspier, and then all your goalies except for uh, the kid you drafted. What Peter two three Kachekov? years ago? Yeah, Kachekov. Um. So, I just, I mean, you got Svech, excuse me, you have Svechnikov signed till 29, but he's coming off a bad injury. Um, Pacioretty is a UFA this year. Um, Jake Gardner is a UFA this year. Um, It's just, there's, Jesse Pugliarvi is a RFA this year. I don't know if you, you definitely at least at the very least you got to retool, because you got to sign these guys. And if you if they choose to go somewhere else, now you're for or retire. In the case, I mean, Stasny's thirty seven. Jordan Stahl's not Jordan, young either. Jordan Stahl's thirty four, so he might have a few years left in the tank. But you got Brent Burns signed for for you know two more years, but at the same time he's thirty eight. Is he really going to play the way he plays until he's 40? No. 
Um, yeah, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're definitely going to retool if they're not going to full on rebuild around Kakamiani, Niemi, because um, they got him locked up till 2013 or 2030. Excuse me. So, yeah, I'm I'm saying that they're probably this close to a rebuild. Almost have to be, because all of these guys are going UFA RFA next year. I mean, Seabass and. Tara Vinen, Martinook, all of them, UFAs. So, there you go. Yeah. Oh, my word. All right. And that has been Rebuild, Retool, or Remain on Random Crap We Want to Talk About Today. Thank you guys for tuning into that. And now, Prediction Contest. Where do we stand now that Dallas lost to Vegas? Why are we playing the theme music again? That is not correct. I don't know. It's not. It's supposed to be stopping. It's not stopping. I it's apologize. Okay. It's okay. Um, let, okay, hold on. Let me get this up here. Uh, here's where we stand. Okay, so uh, scores, of course, were doubled in the second round. They're tripled in the third round. So uh, with Florida winning, Andrew was the only one who picked Florida, but he picked them in six. They won in four, which means he gets two points times three, which is six. Uh, Vegas won in six, and that's exactly what Jim predicted. So he got 12 points for that one. I hear a little uh, cheatery happening right now. And here are the standings. Abby with 18. Who? Andrew with 42. And Jim with 43. Yes. Thank you very much. Calm down. Okay. I'm calm. How many do you have? 43. And I have? 42. Hot diggity darn. So it comes down to this. So here's... here's Florida the, better win in freaking six, bro. <laughs> Here is the, uh, the picks from... Well, just Florida better win because I picked Vegas. I picked Vegas and said that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. You picked Florida, so if you if if and Florida, Florida can't wins, win in four now. So if Florida wins, you win. Yes. If Vegas wins, I win. Yes. The prediction contest for the playoffs. and if neither of them win, I win. That's right. If it, it yeah yeah if neither of them win, <laughs> you win. Yeah. There you go. So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. No, not really. Not at all. What if what if another uh, epidemic happens or pandemic or whatever? <laughs> what happens if another epidemic it's, happens? It stopped the Stanley Cup from being awarded back in the twenties or whatever Dad said last That's time. That's true. That's true. That is that. true. Or was it the forties or the fifties? I don't remember. Um, I can tell you. All I know is Montreal didn't win. They would have won. It was like nineteen nineteen. I think pigs. no, that's when they came up, isn't it? No, nope. I don't even know. It was nineteen nineteen. Yeah, there yep. you go. Nice flu epidemic. Yep, influenza. Influenza. But you know what? I opened. Up I don't the think influenza is going to come around and cancel sports. I opened up the Magic window and in influenza. All right. Who's Enza? Why is she flying? I have no idea. Pretty talented. Anyway, so that's the prediction contest. I picked Florida in six. Abby also did. She copied me. And you copied me. You picked uh, t- t- Vegas, Vegas in seven. seven. I picked it yeah. first, and then you're like, oh, Florida in six. But you want to know something? Tell me. The Miami Heat, in every one of their uh, championships they've won, 
never won game one. Hmm. And maybe the same is for Florida because they both play in South Beach. That's interesting. I saw a stat that said 76% of the teams that win the first game of the Stanley Cup final win the cup. <laughs> That's bad for you. Why are you bringing that up, bro? I'm just saying. Lord that have is mercy. over three quarters of the time. Okay. True. <laughs> Me trying to do math in my head and it's Bruh. not working. I was going to say that's over 75% of the time, which no, <laughs> duh, 76 is over 75, but whatever. All right. Well, what, do th- what, what, what do you think of this final? I mean, we saw the first game. Last night was pretty tight, man. I didn't really see the first game. There was. I'm not voting for anyone. This, I, don't, I don't want both teams to it, lose. Whoa. Oh, here's a stat. Last time Vegas was in the, the Stanley Cup, 2018 against Washington, they won game one. They did. And they lost the match. You know how how many? Six. Five. Uh, Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. The gentleman's sweep. The gentleman's sweep. Ovi was like, I'll give you one. And also, another little fun fact, both Mark Stone and Matthew Kachuk are going to be groomsmen in Brady Kachuk's wedding. No cap. That's funny. They got into it. They got into it last night. They did get into it. I'm wondering wondering if, if, you know, they keep, keep going with this back and forth if one of them doesn't get to come to the wedding. And it probably won't be Matthew because I would first. assume Ottawa teammate is a little bit Less lower than brother, brother who basically Bruh. shares the same face D- and DNA. DNA. Yeah. And personality. But anyway, that's Boros Fun Facts with Andrew today. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to the Pens the Podcast. Um, we appreciate your patronage of the podcast. If you want to f- see us more, uh, click the link tree. Go follow us everywhere you can. Yes. Email us at pensofstuffofficial at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And until next time, I am Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. Let's go Florida. Let's go Vegas. Let's go no one. I can't believe that came out of your mouth. <laughs> I know. See, I, Jack Eichel is on that team, gotta, by the way, buddy. I gotta Jack go. Eichel's on that team, buddy. I saw a little thing. Someone I gotta go did brush. Jack on that team. I gotta go brush my drawing. teeth. It was a yak dressed up, and it was Yak Eichel dressed up in all of the little <laughs> Well, Jack Eichel makes me want a yak. <laughs>